Greetings. God bless you and thank you for listening. We've made it through another week. Thank God for his provision, for his protection, for his deity. This past week, I have been thinking about what it would be like to see God face to face. And of course, when I started thinking about that, the only song that came to my mind is I Can Only Imagine. I can only imagine what I would do. And being able to imagine what I would do is a blessing in and of itself because there was a time where I could not imagine what it would be like in heaven or to be in the presence of God all the time. And to be quite honest, I probably didn't want to be in the presence of God all the time. But because of his grace and because of his love, now that is all I want is to be in his presence all the time. And I cannot imagine what it will be like to see him face to face. Last week, I had a guest and we talked about history and the cycles of history. And scripture says that when the Son of Man returns, it'll be just like in the days of Noah. People giving each other in marriage, people partying, people planning, people plotting. It will be no different when the Son of Man returns. But God singled Noah out and let him in on his plans. And God has done that to all who will read his word and seek his face and follow his spirit in truth. He has done that not just for one man, but for any man or woman, human, who would seek him in his word, seek him in his truth, he has revealed when he will return. And so he's basically given all of mankind a warning and it's been present with us over hundreds of years and he told us what to look for he told us what the signs would be he sought to prepare us so I cannot help but imagine what it would be like to be in his presence.
to be surrounded by his glory. And I believe he prepares us for that as well by giving us the opportunity to worship him in spirit and in truth while we're here on earth, while we're in this realm. He's preparing us for eternity with him and giving us the opportunity to experience what life will be like with him right here on earth. And all we have to do is engage with him through his son and his Holy Spirit. I've mentioned many times of wanting to live in that place where the presence of God is tangible. Where my soul is at peace where I focus only on the beauty of the risen Savior, of an almighty God, of an awesome creator and heavenly Father. I look forward to that day with excitement But I couldn't look forward to that day with excitement if he hadn't prepared my heart and my mind and my soul to receive what he has to offer. I couldn't have gone from what I was over 20 years ago into the presence of God because my mind and soul and heart wasn't prepared for it. But God gives us the opportunity to prepare to meet him. Now, I could have pretended over 20 years ago that I was prepared to meet him. But it would have been ignorance as well as a lack of understanding of who God is for me to have lied to myself and said I was ready to meet him. I loved the world too much over 20 years ago to be prepared to meet God anywhere, let alone in heaven face to face. But he put a longing in my heart and a desire in my heart to know him better and to know him more, and that is grace. Because in my natural humanness, I didn't want to know God. I didn't want to know him to the point of where I let him into each and every part of my life. 
where I would give him access to everything. I can honestly say I could feel physically the things that I was trying to hold on to and to keep from God. Although he knew them anyway, I was still trying to hold on to them to keep them from him. And when I think back to that time, what an awful time it was. Only half opening myself up to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings and the lover of my soul and the creator of all things. How crazy is it to try to hide anything from him when all he desires is to love us, to give us a hope and a future, to get us to that expected end that he created before he even created the foundations of the earth. He has allowed me to go through trials and go through valleys and climb up mountains and look over into seas over these few years in loving preparation of when I would meet him face to face. It has changed my mindset. It has changed what I think about and what I desire and what I put my time and attention to. Those valley experiences and those trials and those mountaintop experiences were all preparing me for a time when I would meet him. (laughs) He is preparing me for himself. There was a time when I would have very vivid dreams. And it was during the time of his preparing. And I remember one dream, and this has been probably 10 to 11 years, no, over 10 years ago when I first felt that drawing of his spirit to be closer to him. I had a dream about a group of women and we all had on wedding dresses. Some of the women I recognized and actually talked to just like I would talk to them on earth and we were all in wedding dresses 
And someone in that dream that I did recognize asked me if the back of her dress looked wrinkled. (laughs) And over 10 years ago, I didn't know the word as much as I do now. (laughs) But I laugh because the scripture says he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. And we were all in wedding dresses. We were getting prepared for the wedding. The Holy Spirit brought that vision or that dream or that message back to me at this very moment as I'm recording this. That that time was part of my preparation to meet him. Over 20 years ago, or excuse me, over 10 years ago. He had begun to prepare me to meet him face to face. And I remember the excitement and the anticipation in that dream. (laughs) I ask you now, can you imagine a group of women in wedding dresses excited for each other, excited for what is coming? There were no 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 bridezillas there. We were all just happy to be there and we were helping each other prepare. How awesome is that? There is only one man in existence who can have an entire room of women in wedding dresses excited and anticipating and prepared and not jealous and not seeking their own. Only one man could render such an atmosphere. Because he is perfection. He is perfect in all of his ways. So there was a mindset change. That the Lord has been preparing me for. To be in his presence and to meet him face to face. And believe me, 
You cannot wake up from a dream like that and go on to live your life the same way. There is no way. The things that would seem important in the world don't become important anymore. When you have seen yourself and other women in wedding dresses preparing to meet the bridegroom. You will not see things the same. So in preparing to record this podcast, I thought about what Mary and Martha would be doing if they were living in this time anticipating the return of the Lord as he promised. I don't know if Martha would have learned anything from that conversation she had before when she was complaining about her sister not working. Instead, her sister Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. So I know without a shadow of a doubt what Mary would be doing during this time. She would be worshiping. She would be doing all she can to draw closer to the Spirit of God. And to know truth in order to welcome him when he returns. Mary would want to be in his presence. Even before his return. Mary would keep Christ at his word when he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Mary would be welcoming and grateful that the the place is now prepared, that he's coming back. Mary would want to be in worship, true worship, Cultivating an atmosphere that is welcoming and receiving to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. She wouldn't try to conspire like the Pharisees were conspiring even as Christ walked the earth. It actually came into their buildings (laughs) and taught them and they still could not know or could not discern whose presence they were in.
no, Mary wouldn't be trying to set up a memorial to herself. Or she wouldn't be trying to make a mark that couldn't be erased. No, she would be worshiping the Lord, enjoying the presence, setting the atmosphere. So that our Lord would be pleased is what Mary would be doing. And I have no doubt that is what Mary was created to do. Was to worship. So she would be about her father's business. Because she was created to worship. She would be doing exactly what the Lord said to be doing during this time. It would be no doubt that Mary would be one of those who would worship God in spirit and in truth. There is no doubt (laughs) that Mary would have influence on those around her. And some would also want to worship in spirit and in truth. She wouldn't be able to reach everybody, but God knows that. But she would be doing what she was created to do. She would be worshiping. She would be telling stories about her Lord and about her Savior. She would be (laughs) in blessed anticipation of his return. Knowing that he is true to his word. I can only imagine what it would be like. Matthew twelve forty six through fifty, the Amplified Bible. While he, Jesus, was still talking to the crowds, it happened that his mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone asked him, Jesus, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak to you. But Jesus replied to the one who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples 
and all his other followers, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, by believing in me and following me, is my brother and sister and mother. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, by believing in me and following me, is my brother and sister and mother. And this is titled Changed Relationships in the version of the Bible that I'm reading. Believing in God, (laughs) following God, changes relationships. Those who do the will of my Father in heaven That is my brother and my sister and my mother. God didn't dwell on those who didn't do the will of his father. Because that's not how our Lord is. He focuses on the positive. So not only does a mindset change, but relationships change. When you believe God. And when you worship him in spirit and in truth, your relationships change. Because there's no way your mind can be changed. And you can still dwell in the places that you dwell before, physically as well as mentally and spiritually. When your mindset changes because you have decided and determined and disciplined yourself to follow the will of God. Things have to change. And that is a constant growth. Jesus didn't say, well, they're no longer my brother and my mother for all eternity. He didn't say that. He didn't banish them to hell, but the relationship changed because the focus is now different. It had just gotten real. He was on the cross. <sighs> His trial had just begun. So his focus is now changed. 
His focus is now completing the will of his father. Didn't make his blood brother and blood mother any less important to him. But the focus is now changed. And I have no doubt that is what the atmosphere right now is like. The focus has to change. Doing the will of the Father, our Father in heaven. is our preeminent duty, is our preeminent obligation, is our preeminent joy to do the will of the Father in heaven, knowing that the Son is going to return in all power. Things have to change. When there's a stirring inside of you that knows the seasons and knows the times, things change. There is no way the focus can be the same. The things around you grow dim. Because your heart, your spirit, and your soul, and your mind is focused on what is coming and doing the will of the Father. So the pettiness of every day fades into the background. You don't check out. Of your present circumstances and environments, but the focus is different. The weight of importance is shifted. And you tend to gravitate towards those who know that. <laughs> who have changed their mindset to focusing on doing the will of the Father. Those are my brothers. Those are my sisters. Those are my mothers. Those who would do the will of the Father. And things change. Your speech changes. Your desires change. You tend not to want to hold on to anything that is going to keep you from doing the will of the Father. When you know the Father's heart. 
You may see through the mirror dimly when you're seeking to do the will of the Father because your mindset has changed. But there are some who don't even want to see the mirror. So how can those two have a discussion? The one who is looking in the mirror dimly trying to get that perfect picture and the one who refuses to even look in the mirror. What would a conversation between those two be like? Superficial at best. And if your focus is on doing the will of the Father and looking for the return of the Son, you're not into superficial conversations. You're into encouraging each other with words of truth and psalms and making merry, M-E-R-R-Y, because you know he's coming back. You're being a Mary, M-A-R-Y, because you are setting the atmosphere and anticipating joyously what it will be like when you see him face to face. Things have to change. Relationships change, focus changes. What is important in this realm begins to grow dim when it is placed in the light and the glory of what is to come. I can only imagine what it would be like when I get to see him face to face. So praise God. Thank you for listening. And I hope that I didn't talk too far over anyone's head that they couldn't understand my excitement and my joy and my anticipation of seeing my Lord and Savior and Bridegroom face to face. I pray that you understand my passion and my focus Because God is real and heaven is real. And we will see him soon face to face. God bless you.